0: Oops.
1: <laughs> Oops. That should work. <laughs> Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. Going on, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG podcast. This is episode 83, and I have uh, brought my lovely wife along with me for another episode of Just in
0: Case. Just in case. Da, da, da. Uh, da, da, da.
1: Man, it's been a while since we've done this. Um, actually, we are going to have a little topic at hand. Uh, first off, we're trying to go live on Facebook here. Hopefully it's that still, works. He's going to
0: rock my world.
1: I know it is very hard to. <laughs> do all this i have seriously tried to do video content for so long like with the podcast and it is i'm telling you there's a reason that p- that podcast have producers and pay people to do this shit because it's it's difficult to figure it out and i just cussed with them the first like two minutes so pay me love that <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> anyways before we even jump into the episode i wanted to say uh it's super cool that y'all still care about the podcast uh, after all this time um have not really I I guess it was like uh, the better part of a year I didn't mess with it at all didn't put any effort in whatsoever and uh, recently just kind of started doing it again and got a little bit of traction and then now the numbers are freaking running up there again so I appreciate y'all listening and giving a crap I guess that that's kind of cool to see after all this time the the numbers haven't faded too too much and it's 100% my fault that they ever faded in the first place because I stopped doing anything remotely having to do with the podcast at all, so anyway, I just wanted to say that before we even get started, I appreciate you guys for sticking around this long and listening to me, and uh, all the...
0: Sometimes you just in a break, man.
1: Yeah, that was uh, putting, it li- out. putting it lightly, putting um, so <laughs> yeah, it lightly, so yeah, it got to the point where poor Casey, she got to hear me talk about it all the time, it was just not very fun anymore, um, I guess, to I guess we're already into it, I might as well address that, if I haven't already at some point
0: let him know no
1: I have some somewhere along the lines but I'll just do a little refresher so yeah it got you know the the pod was super super successful for a while um which is crazy and I appreciate all that to even get me up to that point but it got to be too much like to not to sound like a like ungrateful by any means because that's certainly not what I'm getting at but it got to be too too much to handle at one time on top of a job and trying to monetize it make merch up the quality find time to record figure out what i wanted to record and it became a lot like a job but um yeah that was kind of the extent of it it just got it wasn't very fun anymore so all the you that that stuck around to this point it's getting to be fun again so that was a
0: he was straight up not having a good time yeah
1: not having (laughs) a good time guys but we're back now we're enjoying it and I thought, what a uh, what would be a better way to, to kick this one off here? One of the, if not the last episode I'm going to do this year. And we're calling it the Concert Chronicles. Because if you've ever listened to anything having to do with this podcast, you know how much we love or I love live music. We. I, well, I know. I'm just saying not if you haven't tuned into an episode that you're on. Like, we talk about it all the time. Some, some, some kind of something to do with um, live music. And that's what we do. We spend a lot of our time, um, you know, going to concerts, and really enjoy seeing different bands, different artists, different genres, and we've definitely got a bunch of those under our belt this year, and it's December now, so I was like, man, why don't we just talk about the ones we've seen up to this point, go over the ones that we've done uh, or or seen recently, and man, they've been popping up left and right. We had some really cool ones happen uh, very recently, so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I guess you want to start with, the, the nostalgia tour that, that was, God, I guess a uh, Halloween week, Halloween week, story of the year. That had to have been Halloween, no, right? No,
0: that was in November.
1: No. Yeah. No, 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 mm-hmm. no.
0: Yep. It was November 13th, 14th. That's
1: oh, October 29th.
0: No, don't mm. believe that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely was. Okay, that's great. Yeah, because they came out on... The I, date I'm
0: thinking about was the Stars game we went to.
1: No, oh, that's true. But he no. came out in that... Uh, that, that um uniform or uniform costume, so that's what let me know that That'll uh something yeah all right. so it was a, we are straight up loving the elder emo stuff coming back, and when I say that, I mean like story of the year, yellow card, freaking fallout boy, they used all those like that type of music is making a resurgence now because all of the uh people I guess that listen to that music are getting to the point where
0: we (laughs) can afford to go see them yeah
1: we can afford to go buy a ticket and and buy the merch like
0: whereas before we were 13 years old like mom you don't understand this concert (laughs) I the show pivotal yeah no I I, ask mom yeah just go (laughs)
1: 100 percent, and we it was so much fun we we really wanted to um to go see this specific band for a while now um and the concert that we're talking about happened i guess on october the 29th based upon what i was looking at there and it was a a, a twofer concert because the first one it was story of the year was the headliner and um they were doing a tw- 20 year anniversary mm-hmm. i think uh, was it uh, 20 of page Vote avenue. avenue yeah Yeah. so they were doing the 20 year anniversary of page avenue which is like the best most pivotal album for that time frame, uh, at least for me. That's what really, really, really got me into that kind of music, and never seen Story of the Year ever. So, what a better time to you know go check them out than this this tour? So, uh, it was on like a freaking Tuesday night, like every other band that I, was it a
0: Sunday? I thought it was a Sunday.
1: A school night, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, bedtime. No doubt. But the, I guess, you know, Dallas isn't a big market for those kind of bands. Yeah. Because every time that we've seen anybody like that, like a day to remember story of the year, they're, they're always here like during the week. It's never a Friday or a Saturday show, but um, it, we, we ended up going, it was a great time. We wanted to see them for a long time. But another reason we wanted to see them is the opener is like a, a, a hidden gem that we have been absolutely freaking jamming for so long. Uh, it's a kind of like a new wave of that music Mm -hmm. i don't know how to explain it
0: his Uh, voice is like it sounds like an era of music that has been long gone yeah and it brings you back and it's like holy you're you sound like 20 years ago (laughs) like uh
1: yeah the so the band that we're talking about is called youth fountain and um it was crazy because when you go to these concerts where these it's these national headliners and whatnot there's so much going on. There's like, you know, they've got freaking... You having trouble over
0: there? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. I'm good. It's okay.
1: <laughs> They're having uh like, you know, all these lights and pyro and, you know, there's freaking people on stage, photographers running around, smoke machines. So you're used to like this big production value. And then you see Youth Fountain come out as the opener. There was nobody there that knew a, a one lyric to any of their music except for us We're screaming our hearts out even
0: his girlfriend now fiance were selling merch yeah like at at the booth they were there and then he came out and just stood right next to all of us yeah, at the bar before
1: the lead singer yeah he was in a freaking onesie bunny suit and uh <laughs> oh hold on i'm getting comments over here
0: the floppy ears oh dumbass,
1: alex you look like a youth fountain appreciate you dude
0: Alex you are you fine
1: <laughs> but yeah they were it was so much fun like uh, because th- this guy like Casey was saying he's he's actually younger than us I think he's like 26 or something like I mean he's pretty yeah. he's pretty young and he sounds like he's from that era and um, he came out and like I said you know the production value from the other bands that are with him is crazy and then this dude comes and opens he's wearing like I said it was on roughly Halloween weekend or Halloween week. So I guess he was dressing up. He came out in a onesie, like like a uh a, a bunny, a bunny, because he
0: had the floppy ears.
1: Yeah. What did I, did I call him a banana earlier? No. Oh, I thought he said. I don't know. Banana. I say. I don't know if he's had a banana suit or a bunny suit. Whatever it was. You must
0: be confused with a banana.
1: No shit. He uh, yeah. He came out and he was rocking, and it. it was just those three dudes. It was a uh, the lead singer, uh, a drummer, and then the most the craziest bass player oh. I've ever seen in my life. This it guy was
0: a whole vibe. Yeah,
1: he was. He was a lot of fun to watch, for sure. I want to be his best friend. This guy was walking around. Well, I say walking. He was bouncing around that stage. And apparently he was playing, like, uh, John said that they were running, like, um, you know, like, backtracks, like, through their monitors. Mm -hmm. So he's, like, running to the side of the stage, playing everything himself, and then coming back to center stage, picking up where he left off. It was, like, very low production, but these guys absolutely killed it. And um, I think I have, hold on, we took a bunch of videos. Let me see if I have something on here. I know I do
0: he just seemed like one of those people that you want to he like goes under the radar but you want to hang out with him at the party (laughs) it's like he's not in your face but he's damn sure having a good time but he looks like a kind soul like (laughs) yeah
1: they were that's a good way of putting it he came out there with like a dickies shirt on like tucked in Uh he had the thick mustache like the trucker hat I was like Uh they were all over they were eclectic to say the least but yeah, um, we've talked about them on here many times. I know I have. I always, uh, if you follow the, the Instagram, I always post stuff every Friday, like um, new music or music I've been listening to, uh, listening to lately, just to kind of like put it out there. Y'all seem to really like that, by the way. Mm-hmm. People really vibe with that, I guess, you know, when your playlist gets stagnant. But anyways, we've been talking about this uh, this album that he released. It's called Together and Lonesome. Uh, we've been talking about it for a while. It freaking slaps man and to see it live is even better but um yeah here's a here's a little clip i hope that this works well on the stream i hope it comes through hold on let's see here I just set our little emo hearts on fire out uh, there. <laughs> it was so much fun. I just tried to show the video on there, and that was about the lowest IQ thing I could have done because that was just a <laughs> giant blur on the screen. Absolutely nothing came through. So if you're watching that,
0: this the lowest yeah, IQ yeah. thing I could have ever done.
1: Shout out being smart, <laughs> technology. I'm super good at it. But yeah, that was, I don't want to speak for the both of us, but I felt like that was just as good as seeing oh my God. story of the year
0: yeah no doubt.
1: then that leads us into the middle band i guess you would call them the quote unquote like the feature act they were weird dude that made me feel icky
0: i needed it. i yeah
1: that was i mean i was scared. <laughs> like music is what you like people interpret it different ways clearly like i mean there's so many different kinds of music i don't know what that was it was they weren't bad it was interpretive dance they weren't bad <laughs> <What is that? laughs> autumn said spirit fingers <laughs> yes that's exactly what i'm talking about this guy <laughs> so we gotta get into this all right so you know we're, we're riding this how high we've got freaking we just saw youth fountain we're you know all the people in the crowd are vibing off us because nobody knows the lyrics we're like come on <laughs> we know it and uh, after that we're excited because we got one more band until story of the year mm-hmm. and these fucking weirdos <laughs> come out there and what was what was the name uh, he is legend he is legend
0: mm-hmm.
1: so he walks out again it was halloween weekend so he walks out and he's this guy he's like freaking six four hundred <laughs> pounds and like he looks like charles manson like Literally. long hair big old thick beard um, and he, he's like wearing a Freddy Krueger <laughs> like thing. I don't know. Thing. Yeah. It, I don't know. Let's rub our yeah. bodies together. And he, the first thing he says <laughs> when he walks out there, he's like, uh, like gyrating his body. And he's like, what's up Dallas? Are y'all ready to, <laughs> are y'all ready to get weird? Let's rub our bodies together. And I'm looking at everyone around me like, what, what is, what has happened? I don't want to do that. <laughs> And I know how that sounds, and I'm not joking. It is exactly what he said. He hadn't sang one lyric of one song. He's like, let's rub our bodies together. And the band, like, it was not soft music. It was freaking... It was fucking hard. In your face, yelling, mm-hmm. screaming. It, it, I couldn't even... <laughs> I, I had the hardest time consuming what was happening because I was, like, looking around, like, but am I getting punked us, right now? All
0: four of us will always, like, we go in there with the best of intentions, like, or... We think they're gonna be rock stars. Like they're gonna be a ten out of ten whenever any <laughs> new band comes on stage. So it's like, oh my god, we're so excited to see these guys. They come on stage, you can tell that Like all of us were like, uh, oh, I don't <laughs> like that. But like, let's let's wait till they start singing.
1: Like give it a minute, and give then it a minute. They
0: do and then he starts like grinding to this to his heavy ass screamo music. Yeah. And then he starts like devil horns left and right. And I was like, I turned to them. Maybe after the first song, and I was like, "Listen, <laughs> if you turn around or if you close your eyes, they're not bad. Just don't, just don't watch what they're doing. Just don't
1: don't look at the uh the the sexual Charles Manson on <laughs> the stage right now. That the
0: pacemaker g- or the, the yeah port
1: dude. I was dying. I made myself laugh, <laughs> and because I'm fucking hilarious apparently. But no, they were. They, oh my god. So this guy's up there, and like I said, he was wearing that Freddy Krueger sweater, just just vibing and he's acting so weird that he takes his sweater off a couple songs in and he has this like big old like like it looks like a i don't like a pod like a i don't know a computer mouse size thing on his back and i
0: put it inside of his skin
1: yeah and i'm like i'm like i can tell you why he's acting so weird i go he's going into freaking diabetic (laughs) shock dude he's got a port on i didn't i mean he's i didn't realize that i'm like he's up there ketoacidosis yeah he's tripping and i'm like man he's Freaking got blood low blood sugar. I bet I'm just freaking Need out. Some orange juice, please. <laughs> Anyways, to once you got over the the weirdness that was his his stage presence, they were again not my favorite band at all. But they, I guess they were good at what they do. I don't know. But
0: they have a following, I guess.
1: Yeah, I also looked them up afterwards because like, there's no way. I mean, if they're if they're opening. If they're the feature act for story of the year on the reunion tour, they have to have some sort of following. He's not just going to put some scrubs up there. Apparently, they're huge, and they're huge like overseas. I've never heard of them. Maybe Whatever. No one's ever seen them. <laughs> and I know all of that sounds like hate, which it kind of is. But do your thing. Y'all
0: not understand how uncomfortable it was in real life.
1: Uncomfortable is the perfect word for it. I, I was like, I don't know what to do right now. But and that's saying something because we've seen like a bunch of shows. To
0: other people like. Oh, are y'all into this? <laughs> are we being shitheads? And everyone's like... Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Worst story of the year. But... Uh, <laughs> so, opener Youth Fountain. Incredible. Feature act. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Odd, for, <laughs> to say the least. Then, oh my God, story of the year came on, and... I know whenever you pay to go see a band, you're gonna be biased. When you've liked a band for as long as you can remember, l- literally Page Avenue, that album was probably the first album I can remember more like more than one song on. I can name me that album track by track set list start to finish. Like it was the best. So I of course I was ready for it.
0: I don't know if they can see this picture.
1: Uh I don't think it just it blurs out when I put it on there. Well, go to the go to my uh instagram and i and
0: post it in the comments oh uh, dude i am so small yeah
1: if you're on the live case you'll post the the uh comment on there but um they were incredible uh they came out and like i said i was you know biased and and hopefully they were gonna do great but i'm gonna tell you man it, they exceeded all of our expectations i was like they killed it. You kind of also expect, you know, this guy's got to be close to mid forties, maybe, maybe fifty years old now, and he got famous off of the music that's, you know, an angsty twenty year old wrote. You know, so like he he ended up killing it. They they were great, and um, they. Don't <laughs> <You come laughs>
0: let me post a picture. It won't. No,
1: it's all right. No big deal. I'll try to put it in there while I am talking. But big deal. Um, they the uh, story of the year came out and did their, you know, their, the full page Avenue um, album. That was, that was the set, the the premise of the tour. And once they uh, started, they played every single song on there, plus some of their new ones. The craziest thing happened in the middle of that.
0: (sighs) Oh my God. (laughs) So this was life changing. So
1: it was fun. If if you've ever been to, you know, um, any kind of concert of like, uh, you know, an elder emo type thing, they're very supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. Like, if you like, if you like
0: Yellow, yellow card, card, you're going to like, gonna like you're, they
1: all, they, they tour together. They're Silverstein, you know, same shit. So he was joking around and like in between songs, he played that opening <speaking city lines> that, you that, know, he played the, <pineressive> <Orchestra> he's like, uh, which was Ocean Avenue. And he didn't know the whole song. He was just joking around like in between songs and the whole crowd took it and we were like "Uh -uh, uh-uh dog that's one of us they're like no you you can't do that we're gonna play and he ended up playing the whole song i got it on video here
0: hook around and get your feelings hurt (laughs) because we finna sing all the lyrics
1: (laughs) but so yeah this was the this was their unintentional cover of it let me see if this is it nope there was absolutely losing it like i mean you, we weren't expecting that at all uh, and afterwards he was like man he goes y'all kind of took me took us by surprise he was we kind of winged the last 45 seconds of that and then he was like well if y'all like those songs i bet you'll like this
0: they and did it, like a 10 minute
1: medley Ah, oh. it was so sick all so the
0: songs of that era
1: yeah he, he ended up in the middle of the crowd and this let me see if i got another one here this is the one that got us. The used.
0: Oh, God. So I wonder if they added that to their because We were relatively like early in their tour. We're Like their second. I think we
1: were their second stop. Like, their that first was, weekend or whatever. They
0: would have been wild to not have added that to their site because I, of how successful. That got everyone in the crowd lit.
1: It was so sick, and, like, it was very nostalgic, but it was also, they killed it. Like, they were mm-hmm. really, really good, you know, like, objectively speaking, if you'd never seen them before, like, the song sounded incredible, yeah. like, all of them. So
0: They, like, looked around to each other. They're like, are we doing this? We're doing this.
1: I will go on record by saying we were just complimenting the previous bass player of how like original and cool he was, was that the most annoying bass player of all time, bro? This guy for a story of the year. He wanted to. <laughs> he had pick me syndrome mm-hmm. so bad. It was
0: like shut up.
1: I don't know if he like. <laughs> like please stop talking. I don't know if he got dick, like did Molly before or what, but he would not shut it was, up. Like,
0: funny and fun at first, and then by the end of it, you're like, if I hear your voice one more time i'm going to punch you in the face 20 times and
1: he made like a he made a very backhanded like trying to be funny remark to his like roadie that was with him
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so i like think so like the guys who like you know bring them their guitars and stuff in between songs uh apparently this bass player that we're talking about i guess he broke his foot or something um and he was like he they were trying to be funny like hey throw me a white claw throw me a white claw he ended up dropping it and it spilled and he was like yeah why don't you get your broke foot over here and clean this up ha huh, ha huh, huh. like you work for me and that just did not hit with the crowd like i guess he was expecting us to laugh and everybody was like bro you're already on our you're last minute." it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Everybody's> like chill <laughs> shut up shut you know. up but forever he, but you know, that was <laughs> funny too um but you know, it's the lead singer's like job to fill dead space, and you know, in between the songs, after everybody claps, he's like, you know, whatever, thank you, Dallas. You know, we're so glad to be here. And the drummer, or the bass player, would literally be like, yeah, we love y'all. Like he would cut him off. Like,
0: and then when they started having technical difficulties, for real, for real. Oh my
1: god! I was like, you're the only thing keeping this from being like a 10 out of 10 show. Just shut up. You can even tell the lead singer was annoyed at the end too. He
0: kept cutting him off. He's like. <laughs> Anyway, so what i was saying
1: was <laughs> he was like you know hey dallas we love you guys yeah we love you anyways yeah anyways he's like bro like chill out let you let me let me handle this i think we'll be all so right. you
0: can't can cut me off i'm gonna talk forever <laughs>
1: absolutely brutal but yeah we i mean it was a great concert and uh also story of the year has sick merch we all came home yeah. with some cool stuff but yeah so what did a
0: youth fountain though
1: yeah they did but they didn't have any of it there available remember they cause they just released that album like the day before or whatever and they for didn't have them,
0: it though. i can't be anything yeah. but happy for them so yeah
1: if you're if you've made it this far you've got to check them out we talk about them ad nauseum but yeah youth fountain is incredible and c- get them before they blow up like these guys when i tell you, you heard it first when i tell you we were in the crowd with at that point what 150 people maybe there was, there was there was three people that knew one lyric to the song so like i mean it was th-
0: n- three out of four of us. <laughs> no shit
1: yeah they were great but yes great concert loved it it had a little bit of everything for everyone including the freaking weirdos oh there's brian hey what's up dude brian said jg just in case shout out brian little yfb Oops, didn't mean to do that i think i accidentally turned the volume down i think we're back sorry um <laughs> Yeah, clearly I I know what I'm doing here. But, so that was uh, a concert recently that we went to um, which leads us into a a hard 180 shift into the most, (laughs) this last, yeah, literally last weekend we went, Mm -hmm. we went to um, the Lucas Oil Live at Windstar. Thank you to, shout out Christian and Shannon and uh, them for our tickets. We had a a great time. <laughs> we uh, th- we've been we planned this forever, but uh, f- the for those of you who don't know, WinStar is the literally the world's largest casino and resort, and it's in Oklahoma, which is only like an hour and a half, two hours from where we live, uh, and they have this massive indoor like venue. Uh, I've never been there before. Uh, I've been to WinStar many times, you know, for gambling and whatnot, but not the. Uh, hey shout out christian he's listening uh hello
0: christian i
1: love you but uh we had a, a great time and the Locus, lucas oil live thing was was awesome it was huge i'd never been there i'd never seen it locust <laughs> locust L- Locus oil uh <laughs> but we went to go see um christian chanis asked us if uh you know back like six months ago if we wanted to see charlie crockett and ryan bingham and my taste in music i was like say less i'm so there Casey, Autumn, and John, they're, they don't not like that, but they're just kind of more along for the ride. And I was like, shit, sign me up, dude. I, I'm a massive fan of both of them. And the, first off, the, the experience there was great. Um, what a cool, mm-hmm. like, vin- it's weird because the venue is like attached to Windstar, but it's,
0: it's like a detached some, like, sector.
1: Yeah. It's like a wing of it, yeah. you know, but
0: it was a very cool, um, auditorium. Yeah, it's like a,
1: a like a theater. I don't I don't know what to. I've never really it was seen cool room. Yeah, <laughs> so it was like a stage, um, obviously where he's they're playing and it was facing like a like a three tiered, like you said, auditorium stage. It's like you could easily see like you know stand up comedy and stuff there as well. But it was super cool. And Charlie Crockett came out and I know that that's not their t- cup of tea, but holy crap, he killed it too. Um, he played for about what an
0: eighty-two years.
1: <laughs> his music
0: is very. I'm not hating on him. Western. He, I guess he you could say He's very talented. But I will. I. He's very talented.
1: <laughs> She's being nice. I loved it. Um, he sings very like. I don't want to say honky tonk because it's not really that, but it's like very like Western.
0: He literally looks swing. like he belongs on or in an old west movie
1: yeah like it looks
0: like it and he sounds like it too
1: yeah like a clint eastwood bad guy yeah he's so good um but oh before we even got to see him um we didn't know that ryan bingham's band uh so it's ryan bingham and the texas gentlemen uh they actually opened before charlie crockett and there was a man if if that's if that arena sat a thousand people there was like 200 people in the in the you know stadium at that point and man they were Incredible, like yeah. I mean each one of these guys in the band could have been a front man of their own respective bands, but I mean, you're playing behind Ryan Bingham, who's the talent, holy crap man, um, so yeah, they opened Charlie Crockett opened, and Charlie's music is very like um concise, it's like two and a half three minute songs, um, uh, so he played man, he did not stop, he played probably twenty five songs. Mm-hmm literally 20 to 25 songs he was just i mean ripping through i'll give
0: him his credit like he was like i have this amount of time Mm -hmm. i'm gonna sing all of my songs (laughs) Mm -hmm. whether or not i have time enough or not i just won't breathe in between songs
1: (laughs) man and he uh he's a his stage presence is funny because he he plays the guitar really high up like on his chest and he's real like stoic when he's singing but in between he's like I mean, just vibing throughout the stage. He's wearing, like, the little freaking roach killer boots and everything and, like, you know, doing full squats and, like, moonwalking and stuff. He's just an entertainer. Had a great time with that. Loved it. And I told them, um, you know, Autumn and Casey and everybody that was with us, I was like, hey, I've always wanted to see Ryan Bingham. He is a huge influence on all the music that I listen to. Um, He is somebody that's constantly in my rotation but uh, <laughs> I've never seen him live I've always wanted to and I was like it could go one of two ways because I've always heard he's great live but a lot of his music especially his newer music is like slower like um, storytelling it, it's it's not bad it's just very different because all of his like popular stuff that everybody loves is like um you know like like uh, from the mescalito album era what is it like oh five oh seven something like that oh so nine he kept
0: saying like give me 2006 bingham
1: i was like i want like oh six to 12 bingham but um whatever you know want to see him and i was like just don't get your hopes up because i've never seen him i don't know what to expect dude <laughs> oh my god man he might as well he he might be top eight live performers yeah, i've ever seen in my was- life
0: John described um, one of the Sean McConnell shows that we saw yeah. as a uh, spiritual, but I feel <laughs> like, yes, I agreed yeah. with that. But like,
1: yeah, pastor Ryan took us to church. Dude. He was no doubt. I, it like, was fucking wild.
0: If he had been in the same theater that Sean McConnell was like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine it just, he was unreal. It was one of those things that like you feel like you're going to implode because you're like, I can't handle any more, talent yeah. I like you can't get better because i will die like
1: <laughs> autumn and casey said that they were they like turned to me multiple times during the show and i was just smile. <laughs> i didn't know they were looking i'm just smiling ear to ear it was it was crazy
0: it was the best thing crazy. but he was like that during charlie crockett too i oh, yeah. that's what got me through him he was like i'm hating my life i'm hating my life and then i look over at justin he's like
1: i'm just <laughs> cheesing man it was like everything i've ever wanted and it, and it, it was also in a seated. Like theater, so you, you don't really get that very often. So you don't really know what the vibe's going to be. Holy crap! So worth it. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know about the not knowing what to expect. He played everything. Mm-hmm. Like he played all of his old stuff. He played his new stuff. He had a fiddler with him, or fiddle mandolin. He was playing everything. This old man could. He had to have been. Damn near 80, uh-huh. would you say? It's like, not what? Already 80. And, like, he was ripping. He
0: didn't miss his beat.
1: Yeah. He was beat.
0: I was going st- to say step, and then I said beat. So,
1: I mean, just absolutely ripping it. Um, had a great time. Speaking of musician, we skipped over one of the craziest parts. Charlie Crockett's key player <gasps> oh might, my God. might be the most talented musician I've ever seen in my life. And I mean that in every sense of the it word. It was like
0: somebody throw a beer can because he's going to play it. Like, like.
1: He, he played everything. He There was at one point or multiple points in the show where he had like his keys set up. He had like two sets of keys. One was like more of like an organ mm-hmm. sounding thing. And the other one was kind of more like a uh, electronic sounding. You have to listen to Charlie Crockett's music you would, to understand. He's very different. But um, anyways, this guy's up here and he's just, you know, vibing out playing both sets of keys. Then, out of nowhere, he brings out a trumpet with one hand, and he's playing the keys with the other hand and playing the freaking trumpet at the same time, not missing a beat.
0: And then the next time it pans back to him, he's got a fiddle.
1: Yeah. We're like— No, no, it wasn't a fiddle. It was an accordion. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) He had a fiddle, too, though, I feel like.
1: He might have. I don't know. He played no less than, like, five instruments that day. That's what I
0: was saying. Like, the applause for Charlie Crockett was good. And then they panned over to this (laughs) magician
1: magician he, he was magician, magic
0: musician whatever they panned over to that guy and the crowd went they ripped they were like oh my god like he it was literally like he they're gonna pan over and he's gonna yeah. be playing a fucking like trombone <laughs> i'm not kidding. the it's
1: triangle the, what was funny is is uh john uh, my brother-in-law he plays he's a very talented musician and he's kind of more like Mellow when it comes to to the like oh man, like these guys are really good. He leaned over multiple times and was like, bro I, like <laughs> this guy was insane. When I say like talented musician, I'm not talking like oh well he's he can sing like no he could do everything. It was freaking crazy
0: musician.
1: It was wild but um, one thing I forgot about mo- moving back to being I'm sorry we' can you not tell that we had a good time we're over mm-hmm. here bouncing back and forth about this. Um, I forgot that Bingham has a, uh, a, uh, oh my God, a song off of that, uh, that same, I think it's Mescalito album, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. Where he's, yeah, where it's, it's, uh, Borracho station. And he sings that song in, I guess you could say Spanglish, like half the songs like in Spanish. And then like it, I totally, fr- I've heard that song maybe three times in my life that brought the freaking house down, man
0: everyone
1: and he is uh like i mean he he played it off to the point where i was like damn like, he could he could pass off as a damn mexican like he's killing it uh i do have a little bit of that too where's but, the mariachi they're coming out yeah and then his uh his musicianship on that as well like the way that he um like plays his acoustic guitar like he most frontmen i don't want to say most but a lot of the frontmen are very much like Three or four chords, and that's all you need because you're there to sing. Mm-hmm. No, he was shredding. His
0: fingers said,
1: <laughs> "Yeah, let's see what we got here for this one." Oh, damn it! Got it on here somewhere. <laughs> Freaking crazy, man. Let's see if I have any. I think I have him where he starts singing in Spanish. Hold on.
0: Makes me want chips of queso real bad.
1: (laughs) Caballos borracho. He was killing it, man, and it just, like, caught everybody off guard, and that was when you could tell everybody in the arena was having as much fun as us or they were all just, like, super hammered because that's when every white dude in the world was going,
0: <laughs> like, I mean,
1: it was just, like, all over. You could hear it just popping up all night long, but what a show, man. We had so much fun, and to to jump from, you know, the story of the year, like, emo crap into straight up.
0: Don't call it crap. No, I mean, I. It is not crap.
1: I love it just as much as you do. What I'm saying is to jump from that style into that, very, in the very short amount of time that we did. I feel like that speaks to our kind of music interest. It's. I don't understand how people don't love going to concerts. Like that is just, it's the most fun thing ever. To Even
0: me. if it's not your like style of music, like, I mean, yeah. there were points here. In, I'm sorry, there were points here in Charlie Crockett where I was like, I have to get up, and walk around. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. But, like, you <laughs> have still, to get up
1: and walk around. <laughs> I, just,
0: I think it also had a lot to do with the fact that I had to sit down. Like, sitting down is my own version, like, version of hell. <laughs> and I couldn't be still. So I, I was like, I need to get up. I need to stand up. I need to walk for a second. Um, But just seeing, like, live music, like, the talent, the band, the Oh, yeah. Like, the environment. It's just.
1: Yeah, it's different. It's I mean, a feeling. It's I think it's like, um, you know how people say, like, vacations, they always talk about, like, oh, I just want to get away, or I just want to, like, forget about everything for a little bit. You kind of get that when you go to a concert for whatever, three, four hours, whatever it is. Like, you're completely immersed in that atmosphere. There's nothing else around. You can't really leave. I mean, There you, is
0: nothing else. Yeah, like,
1: that's all it is. And then if the person that you're going to see can convey a message that hits you, like, you're really immersed in it you're like holy crap man you leave there like john said that one time like he's like it's almost like a religious experience you're like holy crap i feel different after that um but yeah that was at least the, the two most recent shows that we've gone to we were very fortunate and we missed one because we were both sick i mean i wanted to go see silverstein but heard it was a good show too i'm trying to think back what other shows did we see this year because we i feel like we went to quite a bit
0: uh kingdom of giants with
1: caskets and
0: then what is that other band called Ooh. not the headliner The headliner dragged under the fall, but we didn't see him dragged under. dragged under
1: yeah they were pretty good too um again not my not my number one choice or biggest cup of tea but they they jammed to the granada theater where we saw them it's a very historic cool place but it's not like my favorite venue by any means
0: yeah Kinda. i just i i'm a Die Hard caskets fan they could mm-hmm. like you always say like they could sing the phone book and i'd be like oh my god that was the best thing i've ever heard in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I also-, I also was pleasantly surprised by kingdom of giants they made a fan out of me that night um that's
1: funny because i thought that you would like them more
0: well and i had because you had told me about this before we went to the show and i i'd had like multiple songs <laughs> of theirs saved and like i was listening to them but i didn't it's one of those things that
1: I'm not laughing at you. I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. one
0: of those things that like I've I've heard of them before, but I couldn't tell you like yeah. this is exactly who they are. Uh, but then after seeing them live, I was like, yeah. wait a second, hold yeah. on, hold
1: on. They jam. Run I'm, that back. They are and they're like hardcore. Christian just killed me in the comments. He said, kiss my face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, kiss my whole face.
1: <laughs> that's gonna be a part of our life forever. So. In, inside joke but let y'all in on it so um one of my one of my little crown jewels that i told everybody about a long time ago is this guy named. <laughs> his name is medium build well that's was his stage name very freaking weird guy but incredible artist and his like i guess his most famous song is called rage i've talked about it on the podcast before posted about it many times but there is a line in this song i guess it's two lines and it's uh it says, Kiss my face. I've spent so long trying to be tough. Say my name, say my real name. And I've jammed the song for, like I said, over a year. And Casey, somewhere along the lines, changed those lyrics to where she always walks around the house now saying, Kiss my whole face.
0: Kiss my face. <laughs> Kiss my whole face. So, <laughs> so I.
1: So that killed me, and I told Christian that this weekend while we were at the Ryan Bingham concert, and he about keeled over, dying laughing. So now that's always going to be part of it. He texted me the other day, like, 7 in the morning. kiss kissed my whole face <laughs> had me rolling. So, yeah, you're welcome, Christian. But another good song. Sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. The Kingdom of Giants show was, or, I mean, portion of the show was incredible. They are, if, if Granada sounded better, like, acoustics wise but that would be you know one of my favorite venues because it's set up really cool it just doesn't really sound very good in there
0: that's what was heartbreaking too because like no matter like you said that too no matter where you were in the show like in the show in the theater like it sounded the music wasn't just quite not the artist but the music like the sounding yeah sound technician or whatever like yeah um
1: it was like not, it was just kind of like distorted, you know, like I feel like I could mix that yeah. sound better.
0: <laughs> but whenever caskets came on, it didn't matter because I, I couldn't hear them anyways because I was screaming too loud.
1: Right? Yeah, you were freaking into it.
0: Uh,
1: hey, my boy Johnny, what's up,
0: dude? I got the guitar pick and the drum, drummer drums, drumsticks. <laughs>
1: drummer drums, baby. <laughs> I got
0: the drummer drums. It's cool. I, it was, it was amazing. It was a lot of fun, man.
1: We've been to some. Like I said, we've been to a lot of cool shows as of recently. Um, got some cool ones uh, coming up in the future that we definitely want to go to as well. The end of the year is kind of weird um, because a lot of the, sh- the uh, music that we like, we're, we're what's called a B market. So they don't, I mean, they're not going to plan mm-hmm. coming here, especially this late in the year. Um, so like the last part of the, the, you know, December, November, like a lot of the shows are very sporadic and spread out. So I mean, we're just kind of, you know, what you get's what you get but um
0: they i had a thing like on my spotify wrapped mm-hmm. and it was like oh my god you should live in <laughs> philadelphia because that's where <laughs> that's where your music <laughs> interests like you would fit in there and i'm like Philly, cool, i'm not going there
1: yeah big philly girl <laughs> <laughs>
0: like all the time whenever my band my bands my bands mine. <laughs> mine entirely but <laughs> Whenever they'll post, like, their tours or who they're headlining for or whatever, I go and I look, and the first thing I look for is Texas, and then it's, like, Houston or Austin, Mm -hmm. and then the end.
1: Right. And And I'm
0: always looking for Dallas, and so when I do see it, I'm like, oh, my God, they're giving us a shot. But then it's, like, on a Sunday night or a Monday night or a mm -hmm. Tuesday night, and it's like, son of a bitch, like, I gotta go to work.
1: Well, Dallas is venues, too. Like, I mean, you've got when you think of dallas venues you're thinking freaking american airlines center and i mean you're unless you're taylor swift you're not playing there i mean or jerry world but those aren't like concert venues those are just giant attractions that have concerts whereas you know what i'm trying to think around that area you obviously have you know the bomb factory you've got gillies you've got um
0: i'm sorry
1: what the hell was that (laughs) (laughs) what was that
0: Shannon texted me and said Blair liked whenever you made the noise playing the guitar, and I said nah, 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 nah. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Sorry,
0: <laughs> no, they anyway, caught me
1: so off guard. <laughs> you're
0: like, what I are you like, doing?
1: Yeah, anyway, this episode is brought to you by epilepsy. <laughs> and, uh, that's oh,
0: that's not the same. That's not the same. <laughs> that is wrong.
1: She's I'm, you're not having seizures. Sorry. No. <laughs> That was the wrong one, wrong one.
0: Okay.
1: But uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, th- help me out. Like, what are the other venues? You've got Southside Ballroom, Gillies, which they're s- essentially one and mm-hmm. the same. You've got the Factory.
0: Uh, what's that the one next to Hooters? House of Blues.
1: Oh, you're right. House of Blues is dope. That's where I got to see Matt Mason, Chef's but, Kiss.
0: But don't uh, downplay uh, –
1: you gotta give me more than that.
0: Ooh! Oh God, dang it. <laughs> uh, Deep Elm.
1: What? The factory? The bomb
0: factory, or the factory. Yeah,
1: the factory. That's where. That's where we saw Story of the
0: Year And, and that like small showroom.
1: I didn't realize small. this, man. We've been to so many shows. I didn't realize that it's split into two parts. Like what? Mm-hmm. It's literally this giant like one story like flat little building, and we were walking up to the show, and uh, they were like yelling at us, like, so-and-so this way, story of the year is this way. And we're like, what?
0: But the story of the year was the shorter line, so I was like. By a lot. And it was freezing cold, so I was here for it. So
1: we've been to the bomb factory before, or the factory, whatever, and it's like two stories. Well, I just said it's one story. Is it two
0: I think there's two stories because... it ha- Yeah, it is because you have that upper level where we saw ADTR the f- for the first time.
1: Damn, I'm tripping. I don't know. You me
0: from getting punched in the face. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> Wild. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the actual bomb factory, I guess, or the main stage is two st- two stories, and it's, like, you know, fairly big. It's kind of like a horseshoe. I had no idea that directly parallel to that on the other side is, like, a wide-open, like a like, a warehouse, and that's where we saw these bands, and I'm like... Mm-hmm. What the hell? I had no idea that we've been there a bunch. As a matter of fact, it's like on the back side of it, super sketchy area too. But yeah, that is a kind of a, a cool venue, mm-hmm. which is also weird that they were playing there too. Like they couldn't even sell out the big room. I I don't know.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, apparently I don't understand the music industry as much as I think I do because it's all over the place. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I'm t- I'm trying to think. Did we see anybody else? Uh. We had to. I'm just losing. We were thought. going
0: to go to Blue Ridge Rock Fest. <sighs> Thank God we didn't.
1: There ain't enough time in the world to talk about that. That was brutal. Yep. Absolutely brutal. I was brutal. touched by
0: an angel girl.
1: If you want to look that up, just do it. There, <laughs> This made the news. It was like there's supposed to be a multi-million dollar lawsuit going on. But yeah, Blue Ridge Rock Fest never came. It uh, never manifested. And that's probably a really good thing because, mm. oh boy.
0: We had tickets. We had everything. And and it had to come to an executive discussion. Discus- Speak English word today. discussion. I'm trying to combine words, but anyways, <laughs> we chose not to go, um, even though we knew that our tickets wouldn't be refunded. Um,
1: but the flights and, and the flights hotels were. So I mean, that's that's I can live with that. And then looking at what happened, uh- <laughs> the, as in, for those of you to give you the very, 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 very abbreviated some like summation of this, it didn't end up happening. And nobody got, like, money back from it, I guess. It
0: ended up getting canceled after two nights. It was supposed to be four. And then even the people that did have tickets, like, a bunch of them couldn't get in because they oversold it. Mm-mm. And it was pouring rain, and so everything was super muddy. Um, Dude. The end. I and they canceled the second day halfway through it. Yeah,
1: I would have lost my mind if we ended yeah. up doing all that. Like, just the way that these greedy, like promoters are, like, I mean, you have people out there literally in the, they're paying to stay at a tent, like, like Woodstock, and it's pouring rain to where they can't even get in or out, and you don't refund them their money, mm-hmm. no, nah, dog, I'd be
0: going to jail. It was <laughs> like, <my artists laughs> really cool, though, because they would set up, like, even after everything was canceled, mm-hmm. I don't remember who it was that I saw specifically, but it was a couple of them, mm-hmm. um, some of the artists that hadn't gotten to play yet, they, like, posted up, and they, like, stood on a dumpster and like use that as their stage yeah and like did acoustic shows like for the people that were still there yeah i thought that was pretty cool like absolutely that's, that's super dope
1: yeah absolutely uh, but and the fact that like and the people that are there the, the the actual attractions were the ones who had the wherewithal to be like come on y'all mm-hmm. like I'll, I, we don't need because apparently the um the sound people like that are running the you know, bringing all the cords on there, you know, uh, running the amps and everything. They were the ones who quit. They were like, fuck this. Yeah. They're like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to get electrocuted out here. And then the bands, like, well, I say the bands. Some people actually stayed and did it, but I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Um, I think that, what are we at? I'm roughly an hour, give or take.
0: 49 minutes and 45 seconds.
1: 49 minutes. Hold on. One. Oh, i got a couple of over here. Carla Brockman said, hi, Casey.
0: <laughs> Miss Carla, Hello.
1: And then I'm oh, sorry Brian sorry if it's off topic any quick thoughts on this Saturday's fight sorry miss Casey
0: um my prediction is that I'm gonna beat you up Brian <laughs> <laughs> the uh,
1: the fights are gonna be good um, I can't get too invested in them because it's my parents birthday um, well I say it's it's my dad and my mom's birthday the 9th, 13th and 19th so we're celebrating them so I'm trying not to get too too caught up into it because I'm not gonna be able to watch it but uh who is this is supposed to be a big card this weekend let me give you a quick rundown hold on ufc all i know is that ian gary's off the card okay
0: here we go <laughs> right ooh, okay. ooh. here we go, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh,
1: i've got uh we'll go edwards pantoja Shavkat. um r.i.p to my boy tony i am, patty's not the greatest in the world but he's gonna i think el kakui needs to hang him up uh Doug nasty stepping in late but he's got i don't know H- emmett hits hard so we'll go edwards pantoja shavcott patty and josh emmett there you go um but yeah other than that i appreciate you guys for for tuning in and let me know if y'all like doing the the live this is something that i've tried to do, mess with a little bit but i think we can figure it out now um, like I said at the beginning of the, of the episode, it's crazy to me that y'all are still listening after three or four years of doing this. Um, I really do appreciate it. Eight decades. God, if you haven't already go hit like subscribe, give me a little thumbs up on whatever you're listening to or don't. That's cool too. But either way, just remember, as long as y'all keep listening, I'll keep talking. We'll see you next time.